Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unlocked. I'm your host for today, and every other day that you're on the Unlocked show, I am Tracy Wilson, and it's my pleasure to be here with you guys today. Today, I've got a topic that uh, I've actually been talking a little bit about inside of our uh, closed program that we run, and it's like around telling about telling stories. And today's show is typically for those of you who need to tell a story. And I don't care who you are or what it is that you do. Somewhere in your life, you will require uh, the ability. You will need to have the ability to be able to tell a good story. So today, I'm going to share with you four ways to help you tell better stories that actually engage that actually engage with your audience even if you are an introvert. But if you are an extrovert, don't tune out because the show is also for you too. And I'll tell you why it's also for you too in just a moment. So this show is going to be for those of you who need to tell stories. So if you are any part of your life, you're going to need to tell a story in some way, shape or form to get a message across. But if you are in particular doing Facebook Lives, you are doing videos, you are doing training sessions inside of online programs, you are doing shows, you are in a sales um, in a sales capacity, you're doing marketing, somewhere along the line, you are going to need to be able to tell a story. And there is a way in which you can do it really poorly and a way that you can do it really well. So let me tell you a story about my experience with storytelling. So quite some time ago, um, I was a I was a regional manager of a bank and I always thought I was terrible at telling stories and I've had to really work on to really work on my structure and the way in which I um, put stories together because I really understood that when I was in a sales capacity or when I was in a teaching capacity that I really needed to be able to use storytelling to be able to get a message across so why so I want to move now to why story why we actually should be telling stories and when we're when my past life when I thought, man, I was really bad at doing this and not very good at kind of structuring a story in any particular way. And I'd be all over the place. And usually I would try and tell a story in chronological order. And I'm going to get to why we wouldn't do that uh, that way in a moment too. So why should we tell a story? Well, telling stories helps you to grab the attention of your audience so that you're able to grab them and then get them to stay and watch. You also are going to use storytelling to help you keep your audience engaged. The other thing you're going to do, the other thing you're going to do is you're going to use storytelling to actually add context to a topic or your particular content. And then you're going to also be able to use your storytelling to break down any false belief patterns that maybe your audience have been experiencing or they've been taking with them so that you can actually serve the, your person's better. You're actually going to be able to uncover what that false belief is, break that belief pattern down, and then be able to rebuild a new pattern using some level of some, some storytelling. The other is to build a pathway to your products and your services. So the storytelling also almost becomes like that bridge between. So let me take you now to as far as like giving you some context around where storytelling fits in and in the context of if you were using it for a show, if you were using it in say Facebook lives or you were using it just, or you were using it to potentially sell your products and your services down the track. So there's a pathway to this. I'm just going to move 
part of my screen out of the road so I can actually see your guys' comments. And today, as you guys know, when we're doing these live shows, they are live. So I'm here live now. I can answer any questions that you guys have got. So all you need to do is you've got to type your questions down in the comment section if you're watching on Facebook. If you're on YouTube, you're going to type in the comment section there. And uh, also, if you're seeing this in the replay, type hashtag replay, and I'll also make sure that I get back to you. And again, if you're on the podcast, you're also going to do the same thing. Leave me comments and I will get back to you uh, and make sure that I answer any questions that you have. So we've covered off why we're actually going to be telling stories. Now I want to give you the context around the pathway because there is actually a um, a space in the pathway in which you would insert your story. So if you are doing shows like this, you're going to frame it up. You're going to have a, what we call a hook. It's what we call a hook. So in the pathway, it's a three three phase process. The pathway starts with a hook, and the hook in this context of a show would be the, sh the title of the show. So it would be the title that would be to grab the audience's attention. And in this case, we call that the hook. And in this case, the name of the show is Four Ways to Tell Better Stories to Engage Your Audience, even if you are an introvert. Because most introverts don't like to, they don't like to be in the spotlight. They would shy away from, a story, you know, telling a story. And even though I'm quite an outgoing person and most would say I'm an extrovert, I very much felt that way, um, you know, it, it, in years gone by. I very much felt like I wasn't a good storyteller. And in fact, I wanted to shy away from doing any of that. I didn't want any spotlight when it came to actually having to stand up and tell a story. So this, uh, this, this, uh, this process that I'm going to talk you through, the four phases or four ways to tell better stories, have, has really helped me to tell better stories and give some structure and some purpose and some intention to what I'm actually doing. So back to the pathway. Pathway is starts with a hook, three phases to it. The hook, and the hook is the thing that is going to grab your audience's attention. It helps them to stop the scroll. It should get them to stop the scroll. Okay, so what I mean by that is when you see this topic come up in your Facebook news feed, you want to stop and go, oh, that's me. I'm an introvert. I'm not really very good at telling stories. I wonder what these four ways that Tracy is going to talk about that will help me to actually tell better stories. Because you understand that when you become a better storyteller, you're able to connect your message to your products, your services, and your offer better. Okay, so the first thing is the hook, getting them to stop the scroll. And that role and that then starts to help you to build a foundation for your story to be told, all right? So this, the hook is the, the foundation for the story to be told. The next part of the pathway is actually the story. So once we've got the hook, we've done a bit of introduction, then we go into the actual story itself. So what is the story designed to do? The story is designed to grab your audience's attention, just like the hook, because now you want to pull them through the story itself, and you want to keep the audience engaged. You want to add context to your topic or to the piece of content that you're talking about. And like I said, you're going to be breaking down any false belief patterns that they have. So here's the thing. Lots of people would think that because they're an introvert, they're not going to be very good at telling a story. 
and that is not true. So if you go and do research on ver- on lots of different people who are introverts, they have a introvert, they have a pattern and a process that they follow that helps them to tell a good story. And also people think that they have to tell the entire story, which is also untrue. So I'm going to give you a framework that is going to help you get to the crux of it and be able to tell your story really um, impactfully. Uh, and concisely. Okay, and the other reason is that you're wanting to build a pathway, obviously, to your products and services. So if you're doing a show or something like this, you're not always going to be selling your products and services. Our intention with this is to always lead with value. We're giving away a lot of really good, um, valuable information without any real, um, uh, you know, request for people to buy from you. It's just leading with value and giving the best that you possibly can with the intention of serving your audience. So the fundamental shift happens there. And then as people get to know, like, and trust you, then of course can trust you, then of course that pathway is going to be built. But your stories will help you to create that almost like getting on an elevator at an airport, you either do the walking path or you jump on those travelators and you go really fast. That's essentially what you're doing when you're telling a story. Okay, now the last piece of the pathway, we've talked about the hook being the first part of the pathway, the story being kind of like the guts in the middle of the pathway, and then you've got your offer. So that's the third component, and that's the piece where you're, like I said, you're connecting your story with your product or service, which is going to be the thing that will solve the problem that your audience and your ideal customer is having. So the part that I want to talk about specifically today is that kind of guts the meat in the middle, which is the story piece. Okay, so when I said um, we're doing the story, so again, the first part, the first way that you're going, the first way that you're going to do this is by grabbing their attention. And often we want to tell the whole story, and that's great. But if you actually tell the whole story in chronological order, it's going to take a long time and it's probably going to be boring and most people are going to zone out. So what you want to do is you want to tell your listeners initially, why is it so important that they continue to listen? Why is it that they that they should be continuing to listen to what you're talking about so that you can grab their attention and you can continue to drag them through or pull them through your piece of content or the story that you are telling? That piece is really, really important. Okay, and instead, what you want to do, instead of kind of building out a story in full chronological order, you instead want to use bold objectives to introduce your story. So it might be things like, let me tell you about a time when. So like I said at the beginning, let me, like I said at the beginning, let me tell you about a time when in my previous life, I was a regional bank manager and I absolutely hated. My palms used to get sweaty. I would be, my voice would quiver. I would be super nervous about having to stand up and tell a story. Why? Because I thought I was not good at it. So the identity that I'd actually attached to me at that time was that I wasn't a very good storyteller. So I then reprogram that to I can tell stories if I know the process that I need to adopt to be able to tell a good story. So you're going to use bold adjectives. Let me tell you about a time when and tell them the story. Let me share with you the weird thing that. 
So that gives some level of intrigue. It's like, what's this weird thing that she's going to share with me? You Things like, you won't believe what happened to me when, and then you can lead into that story. So that's part of the hook. And then you can also use parables. So use parables. So just like, and you, you heard me tell a parable a few minutes ago when I said, just like when you're at an airport, you're, you know, you're building a pathway, but you're at an airport. And instead of taking the walking route, you're going to jump on the travelator and do the, um, you know, and, and go faster. So it's the same sort of thing. So that's what you, what I would refer to as a parable. So you're going to find some stories like that, that would be just like if you were to do blah, blah, blah. And then once you have the interest, you can then continue to keep the momentum going. Okay, number two is you need to set the mood. So your job for for telling a story to and for your story to actually take place in a way that they can, you know, that, that your audience can actually feel like they are part of is you want to make sure that you set the mood. The way in which you would set the move, mood is you use things like, eye contact so like eye contact so if you were doing whether you're in uh, face-to-face with somebody you're obviously using eye can- contact but if you're doing video the way in which you're going to create uh, eye contact is by looking straight down the bar- barrel of the camera so instead of me looking over here and telling a story and looking out the window and I'm not really paying attention and looking at you I want to look straight down the barrel of that camera and get the connection with you the audience by using eye contact through that camera. So that's the first way that you can start to build connection and set a mood for your audience. The next is using tone. So using the tone of your voice. So whether you know you're telling them a secret, you might be a little bit quiet. You know, oh my God, I was so excited. So you're using all of your emotions to start telling the story by the use of tone um, of your of your voice, also the tone of your body language. And you're also using um, some explanations around explanations around how it made you feel. You're starting to describe the scene. So, for example, if I were um, telling a, a tale of or telling you a story about a time where I made a huge sale by meeting somebody at an airport, I might say I was on my way to LA airport and you would not believe what happened to me when I stepped into LA airport and I bumped into. Oprah Winfrey and you'll be like oh my god I wonder what happened to her on that day and then I could lead then continue to tell some of that story about how I then shared with her my brand new book the she myth she loved it and uh, she now wants to put me on uh, you know put us on her uh, Oprah Winfrey show so I'm just going to put that out there well I've put that into the universe now you never know might end up on the Oprah Winfrey show with the she myth book but anyway no, I'd be telling stories like that, telling stories like that. I would also then want to use hand gestures. So you notice that even though I'm on video and I'm not, a, you know, I'm not right in front of you on stage, I still use my hands and I use my body language to get a message across. So, for example, if I were like, just like you were, uh, you would be if you were on a stage and you were wanting to get a message across to an audience, if you've got something really important to share when you're on a stage, usually what you would do is you would go right smack bang, center stage, look out to that audience and deliver that message. That's like the power zone. The same applies even in video when you are telling the story. So when you get to your punchline, you are boom, 
This is centre stage, looking straight down the barrel of that camera, delivering that particular message at that time. So you're going to use the tools that you have around you to help you to build the scene and set the mood and then set the mood and tell the story in a compelling way. The next is, like I said, using your hand gestures. And then also you want to use things like I mentioned, your parables, and you're also using your voice. So sometimes... um, when you're trying to tell a story, you know, you can be monotone and you're using the same tone of voice um, and articulation in your voice is exactly the same, even at the punchline. But what you want to do is you want to also make sure that you give your voice some emphasis and that you start to punch your voice through the camera so that, again, that message is coming through nice and loud and clear. And you want to do that even if you feel really uncomfortable to do so. And then the last thing is to use emotions. So using emotions. So if, for example, you were telling a, a really sad story, you know, you would want to really embody that sad story and tell it in a way that had, in a way that has, um, you know, your voice is sad and you're, you, you wouldn't tell a sad story with, you know, I'm upbeat and I'm all happy. So you want to make sure that you get the right level of emotion to go with the particular story that you are telling. Okay, number three is you want to create a sense of wonder. Okay, so a sense of wonder is going to give your audience an opportunity to imagine. So you want to take them on a journey with you. You want to build out, you've given them the hook, you're telling some of the story, and then you're also letting your audience imagine what would happen if they were actually part of that. So take them on the journey and let them actually insert themselves into that story too. So you're going to ask questions like, I did X, Y, Z, and guess what happened? And when you do that, all of a sudden, that person has been inserted into your story and they are starting to imagine themselves in that. And the fourth thing, and the fourth thing is to be casual. Use everyday words. I want to ask you this question. Have you ever been confused when somebody is trying to tell a story and they're using jargon words? So they're using jargon and they just completely lose you. Well, I have, and I've been you know, guilty of doing that to myself. So I bet you've really had a hard time trying to understand what that person was actually talking about. So it's really important that we use everyday words that are easy to understand and make your topic and the words that you are using relatable and relevant to your audience. So there you go, guys. Those are the four ways that you can tell better stories to engage your audience, even if you are an introvert. So I'm just going to recap them all. So number one is you want to use a hook to grab their attention. Number two is you want to set the mood. You want to explain what mood is actually going on. Number three is you want to create a three is you want to create a sense of wonder. Number four is you want to be casual and you want to use everyday words. Being authentic and being relatable is really, really important in the storytelling process. So there you go. There's all four of them. I hope they're going to help you guys tell better stories and you'll be able to jump on and share your messages with more of the world because now you have a framework to do so. So that being said, guys, I'm going to say thank you very much for watching the Unlock Show today. I'm Tracy Wilson. I'll be back again on Wednesday, which is uh, Australian Brisbane time, 10 a.m. Next Wednesday, I'll be on again with another guest on the Unlock Show, and then you'll see me again on Friday. So have a fantastic weekend, and I'll see you guys again next week. Bye for now.